0: they were into it like they were really into it i told brett i was like we're in our 30s you know what i mean like we're grown-ass men going to see the eternals so we're just watching a movie and being nerds about it because we we're just nerds about it these kids are just going to be like oh yeah the eternals like we grew up before their iron man was a household name by 2008 i was out of high school so the eternals for in 2021 10 more years we might have a trilogy of eternals movies And this is just their version of the X-Men.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is another great day to discuss other people's excellence. I'm the Unforbredable One himself, Mr. Brett Carroll. Charles is always daydreaming. And we're two guys like BSing at work. Uh, we got a good one for you today. Uh, uh, an on-time pod. The movie just came out on Friday. I'll probably put it up Monday, so that gives you guys two full weeks to at least watch the movie. Spoiler review. The latest Marvel movie, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, we are talking about The Eternals. Came out on November 5th. It is the 9th as of this recording. Time's uh, like flying. It'll probably come on on the 15th. So you guys have two weeks to at least watch it. But we both seen it. Uh, we both, well, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure we both liked it. Uh, we're going to talk about it. Spoiler warning right now. Again, for, you know, we always do a spoiler review. There's no point in doing two. So we only want to do the one. That's why I pointed out on a Monday, Give you two, four weeks to watch it. So spoiler review. You want to start? Or you want me to start with
0: you? Okay. Um, I'll start. Uh, I liked it a lot. I, I we were talking about it a bit uh, yesterday, just like on the phone. Um, for those who don't know, it's not like me and Brett are deep into the Eternals lore. We didn't read the Eternals comic. I know it's a kind of a switch up going from Carnage and Venom to where I, I'm the nerd about it to this. So I, I actually liked it. I didn't don't think I liked it as much as Shang Chi, but I definitely liked it more than a lot of the critics are giving it credit for. And I'm gonna start off with the, like the aspects of the, the film I liked. I liked the how they adapted legends that cross over all human civilizations, that pretty much the basis for the Avengers and Justice League. Because when I was watching this, they made a lot of DC references because the Justice League is built off of all these legends. All these godlike demigod figures from history from the speedsters to 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 the Superman character to like the the pure brawny strength to the Amazonian princess, uh, goddess of war. You know, da 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 da. I liked how they did it. I like how they incorporated it. I like how it began differently. I liked how it didn't feel like every single other MCU movie, but still did feel like it was in the MCU. Um, I liked how they pretty much developed everybody on the team to a certain extent at least, and made you at least care about a character. Were they the most well-developed characters in every aspect? I wouldn't say so. Some were way more developed than others. Some made you care a lot. I think this movie did a lot better of it.
1: It's going to happen. There's 10 Eternals.
0: There's no
1: way you can, unless it's like a four-hour movie, there's no way you can get an in-depth look at all 10 people.
0: And I definitely think they did a good job doing a movie instead of a mini series because of how slow the series would be. A lot of people would just never give it the chance. And this movie, even though it is long, I'm in the camp of it could have been longer because they made it go. And I know you heard me say that with the Snyder Cut. I think the Snyder Cut had some slower scenes than this does, even though both movies go. Once it starts, every scene serves a purpose. And something I think this movie did very well was relationships highlighting the different perspectives, how people view relationships within people that like they established that all the eternals love each other. But what caliber of love does that even mean? Cause you see how some of them are cool. Just knowing the other ones are doing okay. And I'm going to go off and do my own thing. And there's other ones that just can't be separated. And, and, and it's just an emotional thing. Like physically they can go wherever they want, but they don't want to be separated. And um, who was it? Uh, I'm going to try to say their names because, or we're going to be here a long time. Uh, Macari and Druig Macari was the speedster And Druig was the one that could control People's thoughts And their relationship With the complete like least amount of dialogue Was more fleshed out Than some relationships in the MCU That had entire movies So, And I thought that was really well done All props to the uh, actors I thought Rob Stark killed it I'm sorry, I know Icarus is not played by Rob Stark I'm always going to call him Rob Stark So I liked, I liked a lot more Than I didn't like like what about you when you walked out the theater were you like me going online trying to look up all the easter egg stuff because i'm sure we'll get into the end of the movie but what did you like about the movie
1: um like you i liked that it was different um i liked that you know i think what like like with Shang chi i gotta give marvel credit that they have flexed their muscles enough to say we're going to go for these obscure characters you know what I mean and you know what you made a good point I kind of forgot about this we kind of forget Iron Man wasn't this household name before the MCU now he is but even their first film of the, well not technically not the first film but like the one that kind of kicked it all off with Iron Man that was a leap of faith right because Iron Man wasn't this household name and so you know, and I hate to always do this. We talk about DC when we talk about Marvel, but like that's been the biggest criticism of DC. Like you only do Batman and Superman films because that's the only thing you know how to do. Where once again, Marvel's saying, look, man, we're gonna take on the challenge of giving you characters that we know for a fact y'all don't know, and make you fall in love with them. And that's beautiful storytelling. And I wanna give them credit because a lot of people don't like the superhero genre in the in the industry, right? They hate the fact that everything's a superhero movie now. They hate that everything's like a sequel, or remake, or whatever. A lot of people think it's not real movie making, but that that's bro, that's that's hard to do. To
0: take a oh, character. I never thought this movie. If you would have told me ten, even ten years ago, when the MCU was still a thing, that there's going to be an Eternals movie. One, I would have been like, "What the fuck is the Eternals?" And then I, I and then when you explain it to me, I'm like, "Oh, there's no way they're going to do that.
1: There's no way that that's going to work." And, and that's and that's what I'm saying. It's they Marvel whether you like the movie or not, you have to give them credit for saying, you know what, we will take any IP and try to make it work
0: mm-hmm. and
1: try to reach a whole vast audiences because that is risk-taking and they don't have to do that. And by the way, you know me, this is the same Disney company that I'm killing them for just making all these live action remakes of their 90s classics because they know it's going to sell and the movies aren't even good, right? Mm-hmm. So, this is the, so this is the same company that is cookie-cuttering money but on the Marvel side, they're like, no, we're going to be we're going to try to make art. We're going to try to go out there and tell a cohesive story with characters we know for a fact you don't even know. because We don't even know these motherfuckers. We got we had to do research just to make the movie. Um, So I like that. And with that being said, yeah, was it a great with the greatest Marvel movies? No, like we talked on the phone. I said I wouldn't put it in my top 10, but I wouldn't put it in my bottom 10 either. I don't I don't think it was a terrible movie. Did it have its flaws? Yes. Of course. And part of it is sometimes when you have characters like this, especially when you just have 10 characters, period, it's hard to create a cohesive story and make sure everybody feels relevant. Mm -hmm. There were some times where it's like, I can't really get feels for some of these characters because I don't really know them. There is no, there's no, there's nothing there for them. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I think they did a good job. Like I told you, my biggest criticism of it is I thought it was a dead giveaway about the plot twist.
0: Oh, oh, and real quick, because you alluded to it before, we were talking the other day, and what I said was, when I saw it, I saw it in a packed theater, and we we were talking about how the theater experience completely shapes how you like some movies. Some movies you wouldn't like as much if you watched it on your couch the first time and had commercials, compared to going to a packed theater and just feeling the community experience. And how I experienced this, my wife was next to me, and we were surrounded by kids, like between 8 and twelve. And the whole like the four seats behind us in this AMC were just kids. And it was a little annoying. They were. But at the same time, it was endearing because these kids, you could tell it was like their first time watching one of these MCU movies with their friends. And they were into it like they were really into it. I told Brett, I was like, we're in our 30s. You know what I mean? Like we're grown ass men going to see the Eternals. So we're just watching a movie and being nerds about it because we're just nerds about it. These kids are just going to be like, oh, yeah, the Eternals. Like, we grew up before their Iron Man was a household name. By 2008, I was out of high school. So the Eternals in 2021, 10 more years, we might have a trilogy of Eternals movies, and this is just their version of the X-Men. Like, I don't know if there's any X-Men on TV right now, but the Eternals are an IP. Now these kids are associating with these super teams. So when they're being kids and imagining, okay, justice league or Avengers. Okay. Justice league or Eternals. All right. Eternals are X-Men. The Eternals is now in that, 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 whole, the whole zeitgeist of these people. And I know I get what, before you get into what you didn't like, one thing I really, really did like about this movie was the philosophical, like part of part of the movie where nobody's a bad guy. Like no one in their yeah. mind in And not only
1: that, what is the question? Is it does it mean to be alive? What does it mean to have purpose? Are we supposed to always just go with what we're told and never think for ourselves? You know, are, and, we, okay? are by, we okay? By killing
0: all these people, but are you are you are you are you, are you stopping more life from being created because right. you want to save this little amount? Because they said millions. One part of the movie that people are just gonna it's gonna go over their head because it's too big of a number to imagine. Is they were doing this for millions of years on millions of planets, and that Earth is just another stop. And because Ajax, I believe, uh Salma Hayek's character said, We've been doing this millions of we've done this millions of planets or something like that. That's insane. So, so just context of time and space and all that, like the that the fact that what you were alluding to with the twist, I liked it. I didn't see it coming. You caught one line reading and you were like. Yep, he did it. <laughs> I liked it because he didn't it wasn't like a I'm gonna throw my mustache, <laughs> I'm evil. Uh-huh. He was he was crying because he was like, We're here to do this, we serve God. Like basically, like like these people mean nothing because the eternals or I mean the celestials will continue to create life for billions of years for billions of planets, which is
1: right. and, and it's like you said, it's like, well, hold on. That's not fair to all the other planets that we are potentially killing by not even creating because we've done this before. Why and, and so it's like, well, why is Earth any different? We've done this so many times. What's the problem? Well, the problem is like, well, we've never seen a species like these humans before. Like they're different. You know what I mean? And it and it goes to so it show it shows that level of, of uniqueness that it is to be human, right? Um, and we and we ponder this even as humans ourselves. Is there other life out there? What's that other life like? It's an intelligent life? What makes us different from everybody else? Even the animals on our planet, we're so different from every other animal on the planet. The fact that there's no other animal that can speak or whatever. I think that I've always found that fascinating. Why is that? You know what I mean?
0: Like, well, a- well, other mammals are getting pretty close from how we're understanding it. So you might want to don't make no, that but, a unique human thing.
1: <laughs> like, no, but my thing is, I, I don't. It did raise a lot of fascinating questions. Indeed. Do you know
0: sign language? Because there's gorillas that know sign language. Know I'm just pointing language. that out.
1: No, no, absolutely. But, but what I'm saying is, that, you know, it did raise a lot of philosophical questions that re- you really can't answer. Because what does that mean? Is it worth sacrificing? Mind you, that's billions of people, by the way. Is it worth sacrificing billions of people to create maybe trillions? You know of what I mean? life.
0: Like how, of just life. Because
1: how, how many other planets are going to be created because of that? And, and, also, and, and how they but made also, the I mean, celestials what's the look. point but what's the point if you're going to continue to kill off those planets anyway when, you know
0: well no that's the thing they said that um, the eternals are only sent to the planets to create the celestial life right So right. if they've done it a million times that means a million times a celestial has created at least hypothetically speaking one planet or one sun that created a whole galaxy which right. which, which could hold X amount of life. so right. and, and they made the celestials. Feel big because we got hinted at with nowhere all, all this whole time but seeing mm. a living one and did you catch uh how many eyes the celestial had i had like like six or eight no six six is the reoccurring number the hexagons in wandavision mm. um the hexagons in ant-man and the wasp or ant-man you know with the quantum zone uh the six uh infinity stones and, th- and the celestials were before the infinity Stones. So right. th- so they they have really rewritten what we know, know as the the creation story for the MCU and it and it didn't interrupt any of the time hijinks between Loki and everything else that we've been seeing. Right. So, you know, not to spoil every other movie in case you saw this for whatever reason but didn't see Venom or Shang-Chi or something, you know. Like I, I don't know where this movie's going to go, but you said you really could, you saw how it was going with the with the plot twist because of one bad line reading.
1: Well, yeah, it's, it's well, it's usually a plot point, right? When usually for kids, if you're, if you're watching those movies, you see this. Whenever somebody dies and somebody in the background quickly blurts out who they think did it or blurts out that they didn't do it, they did it. So when we saw Ajak on the ground and Icarus immediately said, Oh, it was the deviance. I was like, okay. Yeah. It was you. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks for letting everybody. Cause he was so quick to say it that I was like, mm, okay. I mean, we, especially if it's something we would have assumed it was the deviance anyway. So why mm-hmm. did you say that? We, you, we just got attacked by deviants. So obviously if she's dead, it was probably from a deviant you you pointing out the obvious was like yeah okay nobody asked nobody asked why we know what we know what happened
0: hmm. and i did like how once the deviant the main big bad deviant even when that thing gained the ability to speak the first thing it said was i'm not the monster you were sent to kill me i'm just existing
1: which by the way that's another thing i did that's the only thing i didn't like they didn't explain why that one deviant had that power like that that's one thing i didn't like it was a throwaway
0: line because they said it's they they just evolved and and if you and if you miss that line there's a couple things in the movie that just you're just gonna go yeah you know mcguffin or or deus machina just keep it moving right so if you if you heard that line at the beginning that the reason they get stronger is just because, like, all life, they evolve. Like, right. like the Eternals and, and the Deviants are still life forms and they can evolve, right? right. So over 7,000 years, um, Cersei didn't know she had, was as strong as she was. So she also had powers that weren't tapped into. I think that Deviant just figured out it could suck up, you know, different powers when it killed Ajax. I don't think it knew it could do that until it could do that. And 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 you saw that with and I at least I I kind of connected that with Cersei, me personally. That's how I I saw it once. So that's one viewing. I made the connection of, oh, so they're going to be stronger, whenever they fight. Don't get me wrong. I didn't think I, we'd see a celestial in the movie, and they have to stop it. And now I like how on MCU Earth, there's just a god coming out the planet. But okay, there's a giant marble statue coming out the planet of Earth. Just-
1: but, it, it, but you know what? Also, it was almost. You're right, but even when it so even when Icarus threw her off the cliff and he did that, there wasn't any like, oh shit, what the hell? He just absorbed her powers. Like it was just like it was almost like he knew they could do that.
0: It was like, how did yeah, you know? I they- guess I guess they could have added a shock of it, but at the same time, he might not not have known he did that because they did run so he they kind of suck something out of her, right? And it just runs into a cave.
1: Right. And, and so like
0: he out. didn't see that scene where he's like Oh shit! I'm powering up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, okay,
1: I, yeah, I guess.
0: And, and and to be fair, Icarus really was like crying the whole time. It wasn't the most evil, you know, backstab. He really was like, I didn't want to do this. And and it, and I thought they did all that good. Um, a lot of the criticism with the movie uh, comes in the form, different forms. Like you, like what I heard, what I saw in my algorithms. I saw a lot more of people saying it was slow, pretty much just hating the movie for being different while being too much like everything else, which I just, if you see this movie, how is this like anything else? Like, if you like, they hate it because it's different, that's okay. But, like, I don't think this is uh, the cookie-cutter, Hollywood, made-by-a-producer type of movie because the lore is so nerdy and sweaty.
1: It, it took major risks. And speaking of that, let's just call the elephant in the room. They don't like it because of the gay kids. I'm just gonna put it out there. The critics can't say that, but that's why they don't like. It. They don't like it because of the gay kiss, which that's is
0: insane. I mean. Because it's it, like if you, okay, if you don't have a problem with just two dudes, like it wasn't like a, a graphic kiss. Two dudes kissed, and the movie <laughs> kept going. Like
1: it was, it was a pretty long kiss. It wasn't like a pick. I was like, oh wow. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was a lo- no, but that's my point. It's a long kiss because they don't usually show gay people kissing each other. Even though if you have any gay friends, they just kiss like regular people. <laughs> And since this was a gay kiss, it wasn't just a kiss because you know, if it was Thor and, and what and what's her face and they did it for the same amount of time, it'd just be a forgettable shot. Right. And because it was two black dudes kissing because God forbid two black dudes are raising a black kid in Chicago that <laughs> that's now a thing because when you're seeing things about, Oh, cause the movie got to be so diverse. Bitch. All of them are different. Like Athena's based on Athena. You got Gilgamesh. Those aren't the same area of the planet. Like, Kingu. Like, anyway. So, like, the people that are, are attacking, oh, this is why it failed, because of all the diversity. Yeah, there's a couple countries, they're definitely not going to show a movie with gay with a gay superhero.
1: But Which I just find what's interesting, because again, it was, we, you know, obviously we knew they were gay. It's like, okay, they're a gay couple. And even if they just hugged, it would have been like, okay, but when they went for the kiss, because that whole scene, like, I'm like, oh, my God, are you about to kiss? Are they, about, are they really about to kiss? And then and then they said, so, oh, they went for it. And again, I didn't care. But I did think that But, was that, but thats
0: it's just ironic that you had to say it like that, because it's like, if, if this was a real thing, if this was really happening, he would kiss his husband goodbye.
1: He would, right. Especially, it's like, yeah, we might not come back from this. Like, like no, it, it was like, that's probably an appropriate response. Like, if I knew, like, if that was my wife and, you know, heterosexual relationship you best believe him kiss my wife matter of fact i'm telling you yo, can y'all come back in like <laughs> minutes? just in case it's like putting that jaheem on just in case i'm coming wow
0: <laughs> and, and they're mad because this dude it's not a peck but again it's not like it's not a there's a but sex again, scene in this movie and it's not the gay guys like
1: right and, and even that was a re- and that's what i'm saying i like the re- that was a sex
0: scene right once again start so saw I, it with a bunch of kids and, and to make you feel better about humanity right now the theater made noises during the sex scene because the kids behind me were like "ew" and they were kissing. And once the the sex scene started, the noise they made behind me was more like a "huh," <laughs> like and you heard a bunch of parents go. Oh. No, and then, know. and the gay kiss came and went. No one made a "oh my god." There was not even a sound. And the best part was the kids that said "ew" didn't say "ew." They were just kind of like, they were in the movie. Yeah. so so it's just it's, it's reassuring on humanity that there's these full-grown ass critics out there yeah, that are is, gonna hate yeah. this movie because there's a second of a gay kiss because they didn't they don't care that he's gay because you know gay people have existed <laughs> and
1: why did you show it right yeah why are
0: you showing
1: this and this is very it's funny because again it just shows just how interesting that dynamic is that like bro, like that's reality that's how it is like you know what i mean like and it's like, oh okay the, you know and again i like the fact that they took those risks i really do because again that does make the movie a little bit better like you know like like you said that's a natural reaction if i'm about to die i'm going to at least kiss my significant other goodbye mm-hmm. like i'm not gonna hug them just for your you know just so you're not queasy like again me i'm like yo yo wait for me in the in the ship i'll be, I'll be right there
0: <laughs> yeah and this reminded me because I just watched Modern Family for like the first time earlier this year, right? And it bugged me because in that show, there's a gay couple. And I'm like three seasons in, and I'm just kind of like, have they even kissed? Like on that show, there's there's they kissing. Kiss that, they don't kiss in that show. No, they do. They kiss like once or twice. But that's, that's the problem. That show's so good that you believe everybody in that shows who they are. And at, at a certain point, if you're not a homophobic asshole, you just are like, these guys would be kissing more. Like, cause that's how relationships work. And there's certain moments in the show that they do kiss eventually like in later seasons, but I forgot when the show started because it's like season eight when gay marriage is legal in California. And then you're like, oh yeah, this movie is not now. It's like over a, a decade ago. So it's just crazy that when the MCU started, the idea of a gay eternal would have been so like that movie's never getting made. And now there's a gay eternal and they're just mad. He kissed somebody. And other people are trying to make uh, the sprite character problematic when I guess like it's problematic because they changed it and they gender swapped it. Because in the, in the comics, it's a guy. It's pretty much Peter Pan turned into a Marvel character. And in the comics, he is the inspiration for Peter Pan. He, he like talked to the author. So in this one, that's why there's that whole Tinkerbell scene, which is a good Easter egg for the comic books. Right. Right. And it works in the movie because there's nothing creepy in the movie in fact it's like she's one of the first characters that's developed that she's seven thousand years old but in a kid's body and she can't and the closest thing she can get to like any type of intimacy is casting an illusion and going out to the bar right which and is I that, amazing
1: i think that was, I think that was a, a really again i think that was a pretty cool aspect of like yo that's not fair to her like She's in this kid's body. She's obviously not a kid, but she can't enjoy her life because she never grows up. And I think people, they didn't like the love triangle, but it's, like, it's not a real love triangle. She loved Icarus. It is never implied that Icarus loved her in that way. He only loved Cersei. And so she was jealous because it's like not even about Icarus. It's like, but you can love somebody. I can't love anybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody will ever, at least anybody would any sense would ever go for me because I'm a child. Yeah. I can't do the same things the rest of you have a chance to do. And and especially even in their friend group, it's also implied that Gilgamesh and Athena kind of loved each other. Oh, yeah. That's that's it's heavily Um,
0: implied that they're a couple.
1: Right. it's heavily well, they basically said without saying because she can't talk that uh uh uh, druid and what what was the speech's name again? Um macabre. Hold on, I can pull that shit up. Uh Makari. Lucari, like, and Fasos like, is, is the
0: gay is, is the gay one that we were talking about,
1: right? And, and that they're a couple, and obviously, you know, you know, he went. To his, so everybody kind of has found somebody except her. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal. You know, everybody has, whether it's in the Eternals or outside the Eternals, everybody's got their thing except for her. That's a big deal. And we've all and they're all
0: the same age. It's implied that they're all equally the same age. Like they've right. been around as far as their consciousness, the same amount of time, they just look different.
1: And, and, and it's one of those things, like for me, I think that was so human because we've all either loved somebody that we felt like we could never get with. Right. For whatever reason, like we've either loved somebody that always in a relationship or was older than us or, uh, What I can't even think of any other reason, but like you know, stuff like that. We've all been kids that've had crushes on like a teacher or something, right? And it's like, I know that it's a one way thing, so that to me, that that was a human, such a human reaction to them, like yo, that's not fair. And again, I think that is one of the brilliant parts of this movie, like these are
0: androids, right? And even, and and, and that's the crazy part, it's implied. They're, like, mechanical, but they're not robot. They're, like, obviously flesh and blood. And I think that's awesome because it implies how powerful the Celestials are that it's, like, I created you. You're, like, not organic life. But they right. are organic life, which is just so many different things, like, and how we know what magic and science is in the MCU. Because we know it's science for, like, the Asgardians. Right. We just think it's magic. And I... and. and I don't know, man. Like, I, I really think there's more good in this movie. I think they solved the sprite problem because she gets turned into a person at the end. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that go that solves her going forward as because they want obviously like her, the actress. I mean, and they want to keep it going for a couple years. So that, that'll explain her aging up. I, I thought they did. I saw a couple criticisms of Thena uh, just because it, it, the inconsistent character. Stuff, but that comes when you have ten different characters, like Dina Yeah,
1: that, yeah, that storyline was a little weird because it's like that was supposed to be like a big deal, but then it wasn't a big deal towards the end of the film. Yeah, they
0: they didn't keep it consistent enough because they made it make sense that it's not fake memories collapsing on her. She's remembering too much, right? Like because she—that's why if you watch the movie, she always is treating Icarus like as a hostile, and it, and she doesn't know why. She's just like I, I don't trust that motherfucker, and then she's right at the end of the time she's like her all of her instincts of like i know what's happening but she she keeps getting blocked i like that uh gilgamesh beast i like how everyone used their powers it wasn't like just spamming the power button gilgamesh was very like you know all i gotta do is hit you once type of thing and he was really like calculated where he was hitting uh kingo with the little pew pew uh fireballs i I like how he really charged that one scene where he charges it up and shows how he could use the power differently I really thought that was cool. Um, I, and do you count this, real quick, do you count this as the stereotypical Marvel movie ending where it's a big CGI fight at the end? Mm. Yes and no.
1: I think I'll put you this way. I thought it was underwhelming how they stopped the Celestial. Honestly, I think it would have been better if they stopped Icarus before the Celestial even became a thing. Because that to me that's kind of really weird. And obviously, there's future movies that we're gonna have to see. Mm-hmm. Cause like you said, there's a big ass quarter of a head and like half and like fingers coming out of the ground now. Which and, and somebody did make a good point. Wouldn't that still like really screw up the earth? Like that means he still cracked the earth's surface. Like
0: that doesn't just not but to be fair, that's what Marvel's been good at. We usually we usually pick up like a year after shit like this, and everyone's like, yeah still sucks like <laughs> like to be fair we've been dealing with the blip i think in time wise with, with with what at least a five-year period in the mcu and nothing's been okay and all that was was people disappearing and coming back so like right. i don't think they're just going to be like yeah that's just you know a thing in the ocean i don't think that, that, that's that's going to be the, the no
1: no, no it's yeah we're we'll have to see how, how they deal with that um, but yeah, I, I will say that the ending was a little lackluster because it's like she just froze it, and it was kind of like, okay. Well, no, she killed it. No, she did kill it. But I'm saying like the way she killed it was kind of like underwhelming to me. I think it would have been better if it was just an all out fight, and she just stopped it from coming up at all.
0: You know what I mean? I, like, I, I I get what you mean, but I really liked seeing it happen because then when you once you start seeing that happen, you're like, oh shit, you're like. Like, there's no, there's never really that, it was all a dream sequence. So when you're seeing the Earth get destroyed in these movies, you're like, oh no, this is really the Earth getting destroyed in, in like, the universe that we've been watching. This is the 26th movie, bro. So yesterday when you were talking about, uh, you know, where this is tiered, I think you said this is probably, like, around the, the, the 15 mark, if we're ranking all the movies, like, from best to worst, one being the best, and then last, you know, it was like, 26 i'm i'm definitely this is you said this was mid-tier i don't think it'd be shocking if someone had this in their top 10 because if you like guardians you like uh ant-man that's like your corner of the mcu like thor ragnarok is one of your favorite movies this is up your alley this is right up there so i i don't think that i don't think
1: i don't think this cast is as lovable um as, as the guardians i think the guardians as a family are just uh, because they're more comedy this was a little bit more serious of course you had your uh, 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 uh you had your comic relief characters but like the guardians are all just a bunch of idiots you know what i mean <laughs>
0: so,
1: so even that i think is a little bit different again yeah I, I can see somebody putting in their top 10 like i said it wasn't a bad movie uh I, to me i think it's mid i think it's like directly in the middle you know what I mean? Like, I think it's like in that 15, 16 range. Not in the bottom 10, not in the top 10. You know what I mean? Like that That's where I have it ranked in.
0: And that's fine. As a, Especially as a first movie because that means you have room to grow. Are you excited for Eternals 2? If there is an Eternals 2?
1: I would be because now they've established and that's another thing too. Again, they had to establish a lot of things and a lot of characters now they don't have to do that. because I will say this. The fight scenes were, were pretty freaking cool. CGI is really good. The acting was really good. So those things you can build off of. And obviously you're going to have Black Knight. You're going to have some other things going on by the the Oh, oh,
0: yeah. Let's talk about Jon Snow in the movie. He's really not in the movie for those thinking that he plays a bigger role than he does. He's really like at the beginning, at the end. And that's kind of what he is. That's really,
1: yeah, we we like barely see him at all. If he wasn't
0: Kit Harrington and Jon Snow and saying how much he loves Cersei da, 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 and having these moments for the Game of Thrones nerds in the crowd, you you don't you don't care. He's really a, just a kind of throwaway character. It's just ironic
1: that he's in love with somebody named Cersei.
0: But, oh, it's but. great, but the uh, obvious Easter eggs are leading him being the character called the Black Knight. I rem- uh, My wife asked me oh, well, who was he supposed to be And I called him Moon Knight Which shows you how much into DC I am And not into this area of the Marvel comics And it's weird though Because I did like Blade growing up Spoil This isn't spoiler talk So the the, the scene at the end Is Blade That's Bla- that's Mashallah Ali's voice Saying Are you ready to do this Are you sure you want to do that Yeah And there is a team that Blade and the Black Knight are on in the comics called MI-13, I think, or M13, which is just – I didn't know that until I saw this movie, and I looked up, and I'm like, oh, there's a Marvel – there's a Mar- there's so many Marvel Cruise guys. There's a Venom fan. There's a Venom that's an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and there's a Venom that's a Guardian of the Galaxy, just so everyone knows. So you can do whatever you want, really. So that was the one, uh, and I'm forgetting the others. There was another post credit scene that I'm just blanking Where on right
1: they now. They show some other Eternals. Uh,
0: they oh, them. yeah, the kid from One Direction pops up. He's fucking Thanos' brother, which, again, is in the comics. And, Th- and Thanos is an, a, a, an Eternal in the con- comics. He's just got a deviant gene. Because like, I think the Titans, like his dad, the one that, you know, when he goes to, uh, to get the Soul Stone that says, you know, son of so and so, son and so and so. That was the Easter egg for the Eternals, right there, because his dad is an Eternal. So I like how they worked it in. I like how they did not ignore the Thanos question at all. Which, but, but it is like one of those, like, but if he is an Eternal and he's wiping out half the plant, the population of the universe, that totally affects the Celestials' plan. You know what I mean? Like, so like,
1: and they said that too. They said that he delayed. He delayed the the thing with the blip, but when everybody came back like that, it accelerated it, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like
0: that's, they try to talk around it, but it's one of those things where it's just like, but the Eternals would have did something. You know what I mean? Like,
1: well, I think so. I think for the MCU purposes, Thanos does not have the Deviant gene.
0: I, I that, that we should make a friendly wager because there's, to, I think they're totally going to bring that up.
1: No, no, I, well, from what I've seen on YouTube and read, what what they've implied is that for the MCU purposes, he doesn't have the deviant gene. Okay. Which, which is why he didn't obviously in the comic he does he is a deviant gene. He does have it. Um, but for the MCU purposes, they just made it where he's just his own thing.
0: So we got Eros who is like the god of date rape in the Marvel comics. His power is literally just getting you to do whatever he wants you to do. And yes, I mean it in that way. Um, so he's a problematic character, and I don't think he's going to be a hero, though. I think I think that's the that's the teaser. Like he's oh, here's this kid from One Direction. You know how, how cool is it? Or he's a Jones brother. I don't know. He's one of these pop kids, <laughs> but <laughs> but he's one of these guys. And I, I he better be a bad guy. You know what I mean? Like that. Better he better be one of those because they got me with Rob Stark. I thought, look at this superhero Clark Kent looking motherfucker. He's going to be like the face of the new event. Oh, wait, he's a bad guy. Like, that, I thought they did it. I thought they did that well. Eros totally looks like a dickhead that needs to get punched. So I think he's going to be a. Ba- Is Thanos' brother really a good guy? Right. Like, mm-hmm. even his kids really aren't good guys. So.
1: Right. That's, that's a good point.
0: But, the, but and, and to the, what I said earlier about the larger Eternals point. They all think they're good guys. so, And and a couple of them became self-aware like, I don't think we're that good. But I'm right. excited for Black Knight again because it's Kit Harington. It, I'm kind of annoyed that...
1: Blade. I'm definitely excited for Blade. Oh, I know that. you're
0: excited for Blade. We can't talk about Blade. It was just a voice. It was one line. There's nothing to talk about.
1: Well, I need it.
0: So, <laughs> so I'm excited we're... for uh Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. or No Way Home. No Way Home. My bad. Yes.
1: I can't wait. That's next. That's that the d-
0: I'm bringing it up because the poster just dropped. We can't do a whole pod based off a Spider-Man poster, so I figure I could slip it in here. No, uh, that's,
1: and that's next. We got we got to wait a month, but we'll you know we'll get there.
0: And, and, and spoiler for Venom, Letting all y'all know. Here we go. Um, With all the time shit going on, with all the universes merging, the multiverses merging, that poster is the confirmation that we're getting Green Goblin. Electro, uh, the Sandman, mm-hmm. Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. That's four, right? There's one more. Um, it's in my mind right now. But besides those four, the only one that's not from the Sony universe that we know is coming is Venom. Right. And in the trailer, the teaser, there's a split-second shot of what looks to be a black Spider-Man suit. So with all this Eternals, and I'm bringing this up for a reason, not just because I'm a Venom nerd, but if you saw the Eternals post credit scene, that sword moved like a, the Ebony sword, moved like a symbiote. And one of the newer things that I I, I kind of alluded to on the Venom pod is Null, like the the symbiote god. And this is supposed to be that ancient. If we get a Null in, in the MCU, I'm just letting everybody know. I don't care how shitty... Uh, Venom Two might have been that shit. will... that there's if we, if we got Celestials, we're ca- we're kind of been hitting towards Galactus. Give me no, he's terrifying, like the god that controls all the symbion- symbiots as a hive mind. Which, like, they,
1: mentioned, which they mentioned in, Ven- in Venom
0: the Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So there's been a, they're setting up for a lot of the outer space type of Marvel stuff, which I think is the route to go now that, you know, the more grounded stories will have to be super good for you to care because after all the stuff we've seen, it, it's hard to sit down and feel the stakes of a Black Widow movie after Endgame. Like, don't get me wrong, if you want to do like a prequel or something and, and the embassy u was taking place in like the 80s or something and it's like a self-contained story, that's different. But as far as the Avengers go, you know Avengers level threat means something now. So like right. I, I think they, for Hawkeye and Black Widow, those are Disney Plus shows. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, there's a reason that was a, a Disney Plus show. So I think it's cool what they're kind of hitting at going forward, especially with Shang-Chi and the Eternals. And with the Spider-Man movie coming up, if they can sneak in Deadpool or something into this universe, they're going to be fine. There's no reason to doubt them. Yeah, I'm I'm
1: excited. Like I said, we've been hitting on all cylinders lately and it's only going to get better with Spider-Man and, uh, Again, Marvel just killed it again. Again, not the greatest movie, but still a pretty good one. And for all the critics out there, just admit that you didn't like the gay kids. You don't want to be canceled, but that's why you didn't like it. Because other than that, there was no reason to trash this movie. There's no way that this was the lowest rated Marvel movie.
0: No. And, and, and and the diversities are like people literally said diversity of the Eternals was the problem. And it's like, wh- why? Wait, so all the Eternals are only supposed to be like straight white guys? Right. I'm, like, like, so you're mad that there's an Indian dude because there's not like a billion Indians. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, that that somebody looks Indian in, in the concept of space. Like redheaded ginger girl didn't get the, the 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 hate. Gay black dude, an Indian guy, and Gilgamesh, whatever he is, I don't know what he is, he's some type of Asian. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't go. Oh my god, he's this, because it didn't really fucking matter. But you know what I mean? Like, all these cool characters. No what, Yo, is Angelina Jolie Greek? Yeah, like, I, I, I don't pay attention to people like that. It's just like, yo, just. just. Angelina Jolie's getting hate. And I'm just kind of like, she's fine. Like, for what she's supposed to be, it just kind of felt like. And uh, shout out to John Campia because I sent you this video. He's one of my favorite movie critics. He's the one that said it, pointed this out to me. It more seems like the director and Angelina Jolie had two different ideas for what the character was going to be, and they wanted to fit both ideas into the movie. Because neither idea is bad. It's just pacing wise with all the jumping around between time, it still feels inconsistent, which is saying a lot for a movie that jumps between times and still feels like it's telling you a a solid story. Mm -hmm. That's it. Like they could have done away with the whole, you know, mind-melding thing, but that was some of the best acted scenes was her freaking out. And then crying. Like it, they made it seem like somebody older with dementia. And holy shit, they are 7,000 years old. Right. So uh,
1: she basically had alien dementia. They're yeah,
0: man. I, I, and the shot of every time where the, 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 the person that talks, the prime eternal or whatever, goes to, to speak to the, the celestial, how they did the scale is insane. That mm. end shot where, where they just show up and everybody on Earth is just like, the fuck <laughs> like and how he just all you see is the eyes and he just sucks you up awesome god shit like that That you like the last shot of the some of the main characters in the movie is an eternal standing next to our planet and just collapsing into a black hole and going somewhere which is all sorts of terrifying on a cosmic level because it's like I'll come back for judgment what the fuck are we gonna do <laughs> like, like all the pack. Oh, we're gonna get Captain Marvel. Cool, cool. Like, <laughs> like, like, like you have all the the, the Infinity Stones? No. Hmm. hmm. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, <Good luck. laughs> it's implied these things are stronger than the, inter- uh, the 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 Infinity Stones, but whatever. Right. Anything anything else uh, that you feel like we should touch on? Because we both overall like the movie. That's why we spent at least twenty minutes. Fucking ripping on people that didn't that hated it. Like, if you don't like it, it's not your cup of tea, whatever, guys. But, like, some of the criticisms are just bullshit. like, like Man,
1: there's no way this is the lowest rated Marvel movie. No, this is
0: better than Captain Marvel. This is better than yeah, Iron Man. Two like,
1: again, I give Marvel a lot of credit, but some of them have been absolutely
0: snore fest of movies. Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Iron Man 3, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, arguably, like, this is a better I movie. Iron Man too. I, I didn't hate I, it.
1: Well, I, know, on there. I know I know that's controversial because a lot of people love Iron Man 2. I hated Iron Man 2. For the longest time, that was my least favorite movie. Uh well, Marvel movie, I should say.
0: and, um, and unless you really like uh Captain Carter or Agent Carter, the first Captain America ain't that great.
1: Right. I didn't like the first two Thor's either. So
0: yeah, so we're we're already just for context. Off the top of our head, we named about six, seven movies just now. Right. So it's not in the lowest tier. A lot of people hated Ant Man and Wasp. Uh, Yo, who hated Ant Man and Wasp? Not a lot of people did. Yeah, that's bullshit. Like, like I'm not saying that that's a work of art, but that's one of those movies where it's just like, can we just have fun? You know what I mean? This is more dramatic.
1: Fun movie. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, the greatest story, but it was fun. But yeah. So I mean, again, my point is my top, my bottom ten. I could, I could definitely think of ten movies I would put in the in that bottom ten before I even think of Eternals.
0: And, and just for the more recent stuff, I liked Eternals more than everything that's not Shang-Chi recently, including Loki, including all the other MCU properties that, that came out in 2021. Eternals is second to Shang-Chi for me. Maybe upon rewatches, it'll lower. Maybe I'll like it more because I'll, I'll catch things that are like, oh, this is, a, this is really cool. Me and Brett only saw it one time. And the way... Uh, I've really stopped, need to stop calling him Rob Stark. (laughs) Rob Stark uh, acted, there's definitely Easter eggs in his performance because there was a couple of times where I thought it was the, like, it's so weird that you caught that line and I did it because some of the things that you're like, he's obviously the bad guy. I read it as, he's mad he's not the leader and he doesn't want, he doesn't know how to be the leader. Like, because we've seen that story before in these teen movies that, oh, he's, you got to be the leader because you're the strongest. And I thought they were doing the whole, just because I'm the strongest, I should not be the leader. You know what I mean? Kind of like what the Avengers did. Like, they, the whole argument was, just because you're the strongest does not mean you're the leader. And, and like arguing, I'm not the leader because I'm the strongest type of, type of argument. They got me. I'll, you know, it, But it was very Shakespearean that yeah, the very, villain, the very. Marvel got so much shit for bad villains. If Icarus is the villain of this movie, he's one of the better MCU villains. He's the most flushed out. You knew why he was doing it. He was very three dimensional because he had a lot of emotions about what he was doing. He wasn't just like, Yeah, the earth's going to destroy. No, he was like crying the whole time. Like, I don't want to act. Like, I don't know what right is anymore because he left his wife because he didn't want to lie to her. Right. Nah, yeah, no, that's true. Again,
1: kids, whenever they yell out who did it, that means they did
0: it. He's right. He's right. When he said that to me, I was just kind of like, they fucking got me.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's just movie one on one. Whoever blurts it out first, they did it. It's it's like you know when somebody farts. Oh my god, did you just fart? No, did you just fart? since you just brought it up? Yeah, you're the you're the one that brought it up first. Anyway, right. find where they can find you. <laughs> they can find me at never four Brett Me N E V A underscore the number four B R E T T underscore M E on Instagram and Twitter.
0: I'm at Not the Chuck D on all the socials. We're at the underscore dope blog on IG at www.thedope.blog and at the dope blog, all one word on Twitter. And we're at discussing other people's excellence on Facebook. And, and what's the it, next mark? It's, it's Spider Man, right? Yeah. What's after that? We don't, uh, I think it's still kind of up in the air. Because does don't. Morbius count as the MCU? No, no, that's Sony. But, Okay, hear me out. Just hear me out. In the trailer, so this is not even spoiler. If you saw the Morbius trailer,
1: the Cause vultures in. It. No, cause, no, because they reference Venom.
0: Yeah, but vultures
1: in it. But he's not playing vulture. Yeah, he is.
0: He's locked up as vulture. That was the he's first teaser.
1: Doctor, he's a doc. He, he's working. He's working as a um because because they said like they want to use him, and he said yo we should talk but he's talking as somebody who's working as a thing he had a white coat on so you thought he was a you thought he was a prisoner he's a doctor no he's a doctor i'm pretty sure well
0: to be continued because we're definitely going to talk about this yeah. eventually if on here
1: on, if you're on youtube like share subscribe and as always you can always follow us where we continue discuss discussing people's excellence <laughs> I'm Ill. I'm Ill. <laughs> I'm killed, I'm ill. than you average. <laughs> what the fuck of I'm killed, I'm ill. average. the fuck of I'm killed, <laughs> the fuck of I'm ill. average. <laughs>